welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crocky, a.k.a. Andres Podcast, brought to you by the great state of Michigan, where I'm on, I'm 131, looking at cops and fire trucks, helping somebody get off the road because they got into an accident again. My buddy here. Parlay Sean is back. So great to be here. I don't know how there was a bad accident. I mean, that curve is always sucks, and they must have been taking it way too fast because I was out and about today. It wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. It's still black ice, but. Well, there's, on the back roads, there started something bad about it. You know what I mean? Bad, 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 bad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So today we're going to talk about uh, sports. And thank God I didn't get on a podcast yesterday to talk about my whole situation with to my soul and call old employer, but yeah, done tonight. Done, yeah, really, you know. So, NFL. First of all, we gotta graduate, uh, Mr. Tony Pierce for uh, getting his job. The intern for the Raiders took over. The head coach for he, the Las Vegas Raiders. He deserves it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he took over. What's his guy's name? For the old Raiders coach. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah, what's his name? The guy that used to be... Um, with, with the Patriots. What's Patriots and the Denver Donkeys. Yeah, what was his name? Why can't I think of his name? Oh, my God. He was the offensive coordinator. Yeah, for the Patriots. All right. He, so, I mean, but he sucks as a head yeah. coach. He's a great offensive coordinator, though. So, so thank God Antonio Pierce got his job. His dream job is to be coaching the... Oh, I was going to say Oakland. I was going to say L.A. No, it's the Vegas Raiders. I get, I, they just don't believe in Vegas. So, congratulations on that. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, keep the coach. Yeah. McCar- McCarthy? McCarthy. Yeah. Do you think, look, I really don't think switching coaches now with Belichick is a good idea because I think Belichick is on his way out, down. He's been, uh, he's just out of touch. Maybe McCarthy is out of touch too. So, but it seems like, you know, it, time has passed Belichick's and it's time to move on. It's a new era of football. It's a little faster. Uh, it's not so conservative. It's more taking chances on fourth downs. And your quarterback's got to be able to move out of the side of the pocket and around throwing the football. And clearly, Mac Jones and whoever they pick up in the offseason for, for the Patriots. I mean, they're going to have to go through the draft pick and get another quarterback, correct? Probably, yes. So, back, can I go back to the Raiders for a second? Yeah. So, with this Pierce guy, yeah. they do need an offensive coordinator. And a big, big name is coming up yeah. to work with, you know, the quarterback over there with the Raiders. Yeah, his, uh, what is his name? It's not, it's not Carr. Carr was like two no, years Carr was, uh, before. Why am I drawing a blank so bad today? I guess I've been all over and, you know, was helping the, helping the girlfriend today. And I don't know. But the point is, it's Cliff Kingsbury, the former head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was trying to think of Jimmy G. Jimmy G. I think that Cliff Kings- Kingsbury could do some damage and help out Jimmy G do some magical things. Can you help Jimmy G? Can you help Jimmy G? I don't think you can help Jimmy G. I think he's a really uh, uh, a 
kind of a box quarterback. Isn't really mobile. Isn't doesn't have a great arm. Uh, he doesn't seem to have a lot of energy on that team or any team. He's kind of like goes through the systems, goes through the stuff. I think he tries to be or acts, or maybe he's just tries to be like you know Tom Brady and being smooth and collective. But if you saw Tom Brady on the sideline, you see that he was quite a fart ball of himself. But Jimmy G, I don't know. I don't think he's the guy for anybody. I think, you know, Baker Mayfield is a little bit better than Jimmy G. And that says a lot. It does say a lot. I mean, think about this. Did you get, if you go to the playoff picture now, if you get Baker Mayfield drafted by the Cleveland Browns, for some reason, they get all butthurt about his feelings and his commercials. They get Watson. And then he took him to a playoff game. That was huge for Cleveland. Yeah, and that's so weird why they why, why they gave up on a guy and then gave – And they go through seven five or six quarterbacks. Before getting to Deshaun Watson. And he gets hurt. Yeah. And they go through another two or three. Mm-hmm. Which is nuts. So Since we are on Baker Mayfield, yeah. we might as well start with the Lions game. Yeah, we might as well. It's a rematch. So here's the Baker game. Mayfield stats this year. I mean, he is not the GOAT, but when you compare the stats, he had more yards. He had three more touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, his passer rating was this is the best of his career. He took a gamble. He signed with the Bucks this year on a one year contract, winning that, making it to the playoffs. He got $750,000 and a bonus. Winning the first playoff game, he got another $750,000. Every single game that he wins, he gets a little bit more of a bonus. Yeah. So. That's kind of a good thing. I think so. I mean, Baker Mayfield, you know, some people may not like him, and he may be kind of awkward and cocky and from Oklahoma, but, you know, this kid's got heart. This kid's got hard part underneath him. After the stats of this year, he is probably guaranteed at least a $27 million contract. Really? Well, do your starting quarterbacks are averaging between 28 and $50 million. So doesn't he deserve – he deserves at least $27 million. That's half. All right. So, right? $27 million is about half. Yeah, okay. It, it's, a, it's half. But Because, I mean, but he put out better numbers than Dak did. Yeah. And Dak is making fucking 40. Yeah, that's true. But here's the thing. Could this be one of those years that he has a great year and then he has a letdown year next year? Do you think you're just jumping the gun a little bit? Would you keep him as a buck? Would you tell, hey, I want you here. Um, we like the chemistry with Rasheed White and Evans and Godwin, and I we'll do, pay you. I will give you. We'll give you. Let's just. I'm just throwing out a number. We'll give you a three-year contract. Three, three-year contract. Okay. Um, it's gonna be a little bit lower than 25, 25 mil. We're gonna give you three-year contract, seventy-two million dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's about $22 million a year, mm-hmm. or 20, 24 a year. Mm-hmm. But then we'll give you incentives for certain passing yards and touchdowns. touchdowns. And then if we win a division, you get more. And then if we move on in a playoff game, and let's just say that the contract could be worth a total of 80 mil through the three years. Hmm. So. That way, it would be somewhere around the factor of like twenty seven point five or twenty eight million a year. Because mm-hmm. remember, Dak's making forty. Mm-hmm. You know, 
But you know what? The Dallas Cowboys are just old school dummies. They'll pay their players way too much money, and that franchise just stinks. And to tell you the truth, I don't really know what happened to Dak Prescott against Green Bay Packers. I don't know if he lost his vision or his concentration or the offense coordinator on that team decided to not change the playbook a little bit. And to tell you the truth, a lot of the problems with Dallas really was of the defense against Green Bay. So Jared Goff makes $27 million a year. Yeah, that's not really much, but he doesn't, but this is the, I mean. So does Baker Mayfield deserve twenty-seven? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Okay. Yeah, I would say so. I just wonder, I just wonder if this is one of those things that he's a good quarterback this year and then he kind of uh, bucks out the following year. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm. That's what every Tampa Bay fan is going to be worried about. Is are you going to get the same Baker Mayfield? You're going to get the same firepower. You're going to get the same hoo ha guy. Do you want that? And if, of course, if he's good, it'd be great. But against Detroit, this is going to be a either what you said a blowout, or it's going to be a close game. Six point spread. Either way is a trap. You made a point where there was at least five or six players of Detroit Lions that did not play. One of them, one of them was Gibbs, mm-hmm. and Gibbs is kind of the the fire punch to the running game, and Montgomery is kind of the. So Baker Mayfield's contract before we go on is only four million dollars this year. So he definitely deserves twenty or twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, would, sorry, no Gibbs. Yeah, yeah. So they have no. So they have twenty. So if you get so. Gibbs is the firepower of the of the running backs, and Montgomery is more like your um, your gun uh, powder, consistent. Uh, he's always you need him in. You need gunpowder in your in your bullets. They were missing Branch in that game. They were yeah. missing a couple of defensive players in that game. Mm-hmm. So, did you hear about that, um, uh, John Jones, Johnson Jones, or John? Oh, what's his name? That. Uh, that uh, safety from uh, Philadelphia that was traded to Detroit. Did you hear what he said about Baker Mayfield and Baker Mayfield came back? He said, well, you know, in the kind, of re- re- unru- kind of about a run around of, of Baker, Baker Mayfield hasn't come up. He hasn't gone up against us, Detroit Lions, the way that we are now. And, and Baker Mayfield says, well, you, like, you haven't played all year. So I don't know what you're talking about because you should be more concerned about having a good game than me not having a great game. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. So. That's a good point. It was, so. Why, so why was he even shooting his mouth off? Like if it was it's Branch just, or if it was Hutchington talking a bunch of smack, different story, right? It's all bullshit. If you're not playing, you probably shouldn't speak very much. No, come on. You can't. Yeah, it's just stupid. So there you go. I think it's bullshit. The tickets are going for a thousand dollars in the upper bowl, and like almost six thousand to ten thousand for fifty yard line. Yeah, this is the first time. Insane. But this is the first time Detroit's been this good since nineteen fifty seven. Nineteen fifty seven. You know where I was? My dad was two years old, so clearly his stuff wasn't working. No, actually, my that's my adopted dad, but my birth father, his, he was. I don't know how old he was. But My dad would have been 14 or 15. So you were born in 42. But you probably. But I wasn't even thought about. Yeah, but so you, yeah, so nothing was really happening there. 
But think about this. Detroit Lions made a net profit or a gross profit of $20 million in the city of Detroit. I don't think Detroit's have seen that much money go into that since 1968 or 67 before the riots. That's how incredible that is. But what's going to be more incredible is if the Lions win this game. Do you think it's possible the Lions... You, so you actually think the Lions will win this game, correct? Mm-hmm. And you think that it's just you can't get into a trap situation where you're going to go in a parlay and a two, I mean, four-game parlay, and one of your picks is the Lions, and let's say you pick uh, uh, the Buccaneers plus six, but if the Buccaneers lose by seven or more, you're screwed. Your parlay's done. But the only bad, the only good thing about that is that that's one of the, f- that's the second game. Uh, no, that's what the second game on 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 Sunday. First game on Sunday. First game on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. And those games on Saturday too. Correct. Yeah. So you could be winning your first two, and then you lose your third one, and then you parlay sucks. So I would. Would you go one to thirteen on FanDuel? Yeah, that's what on I the Lions. Yeah, and you probably. And I think it's gonna be closer than the fourteen before. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just, I just feel like this is a game that Detroit could win, and I would, and I kind of have to go kind of in reverse because everything's going through our heads. We've been busy out around minds. We're supposed to do a podcast every Wednesday night for Thursday morning, but. Stuff was going on. So we were supposed to talk about the Rams in Detroit, how Detroit won the the game, and Matthew Stafford coming home, and his kids had a great jacket. It was awesome saying, you know, born in in Detroit. Born in Detroit, raised in uh, L.A. LA. Like, that's pretty badass. So That's a lot of respect. Yeah, and you know what? And, and, uh, and, you know, and Stafford's wife had a class uh, statement saying, you go get it done. You go win the championship, Detroit, blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, you can't get any better than that. And to tell you the truth. They really shouldn't have booed Stafford. I mean, a lot of people came out and said that there was a couple of regular fans. I mean, I get it. You're rooting for your team. But that Stafford did give that city a lot. Okay. So, I agree with you. But you, in, in the moment when you're about to play your com- biggest competitor, I think booing is part of the, of, the, of the spectrum of the game, the whole aura of the game. If they would cheer him on during the game, before the game, I think that would have killed the mindset of Detroit Lions and Detroit players and all that. Because now you're looking at your little brother. It's called Matthew Stafford, little brother, even though he's older than Jared Goff. But let's say you have him come home and you start cheering for him and then he blows a number on you, and then he beats you at, home, at your home. So you always have to keep your, your, your feelings towards somebody that you loved at one time separate from the moment when you play a game against them. And that's kind of the way I saw it. And the, the, the worst thing I've seen for Detroit was the fact that when Matthew Stafford got hit a couple times pretty hard, and I felt kind of bad. I really did. And I was like, oh, man, that's just, it, it kind of sucks that he gets his butt kicked in Detroit and he's done so much for Detroit. Now, I think that Detroit got very lucky that 
that they scored about 21 points in the first half, and then they scored a field goal in the fourth quarter, and then they sealed the game against the Rams. And the Rams were coming out strong from the get-go, so it was 2017 in the halftime. And they're lucky that we only gave up two field goals. And that's something about Matthew Stafford does a lot, though. He gets in the red zone, and the team kind of chokes. I don't think it really matters if, if, if it's the Rams. Three field goals, you can't put one touchdown on the board? Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah, and that's one thing about Matthew Stafford in Detroit that always kind of lingered his, his skill. Is that when the sh- field is shortened down and you have to kick if, and then you have to score a touchdown, you end up scoring field goals. And that happened with Calvin Johnson and those guys in that era with, when Matthew Stafford was in Detroit. So it kind of came back, and it came back kind of hard for, uh, for Matthew Stafford. But uh, thank you for all your services, Matthew Stafford. I hope you are uh, enjoying your vacation. Uh, let's go to, you know what? We're just gonna Lions go are going to win. Yeah, Lions are going to win. That's Sunday at 3. And you, just, and you think Montgomery's going to score? I think Laporta will score. He loves fucking Laporta. I do. Does he finally get what's his face, the former Ram in the end zone? Or does Brown Brown had all the yards but couldn't get in the end zone? Would I you mean, take would you take Okay, out of these three, would you take Brown? Um Brown is it Reynolds? Yeah, Brown. Well is Brown it? Reynolds is the former Ram, right? Or who's the former Ram? No Reynolds. You're right. Okay, Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Brown, Reynolds, or do both running backs? So you already said Montgomery's going in. Is Gibbs going in? Well, you know what? I would like to change my card. <laughs> I'm going to say Gibbs gets in. Okay. And I think... It's been a while since Andre's gotten into anything. Hey! Besides hey! hey! your mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that came out just perfect. Damn it. Yes. Scores again. Shout out to my beautiful girlfriend, Jess. Yes. Shout out. Everyone who wants to touch your tontons. You're such an idiot. That's <laughs> not true. <laughs> Whatever. I'm like a twelve year old. I know. But hey, but seriously. I I would say this. I would say Reynolds gets in. I don't think I think La, I think Laporta won't get in. I think he's still hurt. I think they're going kinda use him for a couple of forty five yards, fifty yards at the most. But I don't think he's really that healthy. But I do think it's a crapshoot to pick Montgomery or Gibbs. They both could get in. Yeah, but I think a lot of times, depending on the drive, who's ever on the, on the field is going to get in. So if they feel strong with Montgomery on one drive, they're going to run Montgomery on that drive. And then if Gibbs gets the ball in the next drive and he's not feeling it. If it's a breakaway, if, if it's anything after 20 yards, it's Gibbs. If it's anything under seven, it's usually Montgomery. Yeah, yeah. Montgomery, I don't know if Montgomery's had anything over an 18-yard carry before this year. I don't know. But no, I think he has a couple times. But Lions, mm-hmm. okay. Before before we go to, um, since we are talking about all these touchdowns and all that stuff, we're gonna turn to Saturday's games here in a second. But I want to go since we're on Sunday. I want to talk about Josh Allen. The the Sunday fifty yard play rushing touchdown was sick. You know what? Sick. He just farted again. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was. 52-yarder. Oh, my God. They blew out. Yeah, you sure did blow out. <laughs> that Dolphins team. <laughs> God. Anyway, 
This is a, this Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes rematch, but now it's based on is vice versa. You know what? I think Buffalo wins. You, you know what? For this guy to say Buffalo wins, <laughs> this guy was ripping on Josh Allen all year. <laughs> Who leads the most in interceptions? That's amazing. I was not ripping. It's amazing. I don't get it. He just keeps throwing interceptions. And he doesn't throw touchdowns that, anymore. Time out. He's all messed time up out. in the head. Time out. Time, time out. out, you butthole. This, is, this, this, this guy's, I was stating the facts. I was ripping into him. That is 100% true. Yes. And they were all facts. They, he has a technically led interceptions every single year, all five years. Yeah. And he, on those, that, that note, he is overrated. But at the same time, he's overrated now. That he's overrated. The Bills he's are overrated. going to beat he's the Kansas City Chiefs. He's overrated. Oh, man. You know who's overrated? You and Tony's boy, Lamar Jackson, zero for four in the playoffs. Does they today get over to the That's Saturday? So now we're on the game. Yeah, we're just going back. First and forth. of all, the Bills win Sunday night. Yeah, go with Gibbs. No, go with Diggs. The touchdown. Go with a guaranteed Josh Allen rushing in for another touchdown because and that's all he does. He's got like seven consecutive games. And this, you did not hear this on the news. So they're working on the new stadium in Buffalo. Oh yeah. So really? supposedly one of the the guys that was down there are a fan. Mm-hmm. On the very, if you go back seven weeks. Mm-hmm. One of them jumped into the major pit hole that day when they were playing that team that they were playing. They won that six consecutive games. Yeah. So every week, the Saturday before the game, they jump into that pit. Oh no way! Because no one's lost. Oh. They take turns. Yeah. So Bills win again. Josh Allen scores. So do and Rice probably scores. Yeah. Rice is playing well. Rice. Oh yeah. You're or Pacheco. Right. Oh, you're right. You're but anyway, right. I think Josh I think- Allen. I think Davis is gone. I think either Ken Davis is not playing again. He's not? Nope. Oh, forget it. That. See you later, Davis. Adios, amigo. All right. So. Ravens, Saturday afternoon game, 4.30. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's 4.30. It's not the late game, right? It's a rematch of the very, very, very first game of the season mm-hmm. versus the Houston Texans. This mm-hmm. is very, 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 very deceiving. The Ravens are getting nine and a half. Mm-hmm. They won game one by 16 points, mm-hmm. but it was C.J. Stroud's first game. Yeah, so it's a different game. It's a different man. It's a different fart again, Sean. So I swear, Sean comes to my place, and he's like, hey, this is a safe place. I'm just going to fart away. Do you, anyone out there have friends that do that? You know, most friends burp or, or, or like poke you or punch you in the arm or something. No, my friends just all over the place. I don't know how that works, but I guess it works. <laughs> I don't know why I don't have any comment to that. Exactly. <laughs> because it's true. Yeah. But anyway, God. so Ravens versus Houston Texans. The coach, the new coach is 1-0. C.J. Stroud's in 1-0. C.J. Stroud's won more games than Lamar. Yeah. You know, it's going to be sad. You know, I really am putting for Lamar because – over the last three or four years, his receivers don't catch footballs. His coaching, you know, just not really John, but his ownership decides not to uh, help him out with uh, contracts or receivers and all that. And this year, they did everything possible to make Lamar Jackson the greatest quarterback on the face of this planet. 
And he probably won't win the, win the MVP. He has to win a playoff game. Don't they have to? Isn't it just not just the regular season, but isn't it the playoffs? Or is it just regular season? I would assume that for guys like Lamar Jackson, Jared Goff, and Matthew Stafford, it's part of that regular season and the playoffs. But could Lamar Jack? I think this is the best time for Lamar Jackson to win a playoff game. Only because I think Baltimore's defense will find a way to shut down C.J. Strong and the rest of that team in, in, in Houston. It was a fun ride for Houston. Can they cover the spread? Uh, mm, I, I don't you know. Bump it up a point maybe and take 10 and a half? Yeah, maybe. You know, that's a tough one because. They're not losing by 16. No, but you know what? I mean, you, could bump it up, you could bump it up to 14 and put it in a parlay with them. Yeah, see, I would. Maybe do, two touchdowns. I would do that 14 because I just feel like the Baltimore has got this consistency of coaching and staff and players that have been there a hundred times. And they just know how to shut down teams like that. They shut down Detroit in a, in a heartbeat. I mean, not to say golf is anything near like strong at all because they're two different people, players, and I like it's like comparing the moon and the sun. And Will Jim be on the sideline? Jim. Oh, you know, Jim Harbaugh probably will be there. He probably will be there. He'll probably be down there for pregame, and then he'll probably be up in the stairs with his mom and dad. Okay. I think that, I mean, they're family. And, that, and, 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 and to be honest with you, I, I really, you know, I gave Sean and Parley, Sean, and Tony, so much shit. But I really didn't expect the receivers for, for, for Baltimore to show up at all. And that's the only reason why I did not pick Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson had a decent receiving staff of like last year, I think I would have put him up there next to Mahomes. Or, you know, either, even before Josh Allen for sure. But that's the only reason why. It was not really about Lamar Jackson. I thought he would have got killed by now for running too much with the football and his receivers wouldn't catch a football. And that's really what it was last year and the year before. It's like those damn receivers, when they would open and then the ball would hit them in the hand, they wouldn't catch it. I mean, it would draw, it, it drove me nuts watching it for Lamar Jackson. And that's the only reason why I did not pick the Baltimore Ravens. But, you know, I lost that bad in a heartbeat. And Sean and, Par- I mean, and Tony could have won 3000 if they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. On the side note, Ravens cut Melvin Gordon and put Dalvin Cook in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, Gordon is just Melvin Gordon got a Super Bowl. Yeah, but last year with the Chiefs, he was just he was a just bench never, warmer. He was just not. He's he was never the running back that he used to be back in the day. No. He, I think he just his hands are weak. I think he got hit. Here's the thing, folks. When you play physical sports. And you're running with the football. People say, why can't you just hold on to the goddamn football and run? Just hold on to the football. I'm telling you, when you get hit so many times in that arm, that arm, that muscle gets kind of numb. And when it gets kind of numb, it gets kind of weak. And you don't know how hard the guy hits you, and then the ball falls out. I mean, honest to God, that's probably what happened. And people like Barry Sanders never got hit in the arm because he was so elusive. Does he still deserve a statue? Mm, okay. I'll go with that, but do do we need to not talk about that? Sure, I'll stop. But <laughs> but, but that's that's the difference. And you know what? Emma Smith was the same way. 
he had big he had big holes that would open up for him. The offense line pushed him on him back. He didn't get hit. Walter Payton was a different running back. He he moved with his legs and his legs were popping left and right, up and down. And it was not a, a defender guy that could get their hands around those legs. So that's another reason why Walter Payton is the greatest running back of all time. He just is. So I would pick Lamar Jackson over 45 rushing yards. I would at least go, who do you, who, who do you pick for, for a rushing touchdown? Edwards or, or Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook, this is the first game. You be careful. I just don't know if Delvin, how much they, they still got that Justice Hill kid. So how much are they going to use Delvin Cook? See, that's the thing. See, that's just so weird about they, this. They, 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 even though they put him in the system, do you know that they have him, like, you know, you got freaking Gus Edwards plus 110, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got Justice Hill at, like, plus 250. Mm-hmm. You know what they have on there on every single website for fucking Delvin Cook to score a touchdown? What? Plus 850. So likely. So ten dollars to win ninety five dollars. The likely of him getting in the end zone. They don't even have receivers at that fuck, man. Nico Collins is like one seventy five. You put the third string. Mm. You put the third string. You put the tight ends. You say if a tight end's gonna like Schultz, his yeah. is like plus six hundred. Yeah. So they're saying that it's a long, long shot for Cook to get in the end zone. Well, here's the thing about it, man. I mean, do you trust a guy that has not been on the team? When was the last time he played football? Maybe like two or three weeks ago because now he's been... So the Jets. So, but that's about two or three weeks ago. So, you know, he's going to be ready but rusty. So, you go and trust some defender. Do you go and trust him be able to take a bad beat around the arms and fumble Texans? Recovered. Oh, here's another thing. Here's another advantage that the Ravens have is the weather. It's going to be cold. CJ Strong is going to have to throw the ball a little bit harder than he usually does. His receivers are going to have to have a little bit more of a uh, tolerance to pain because that when that ball comes into your arms and your and your hands and your body, don't catch the ball with your body, please don't. That's stupid. I think Nico Collins still gets in the end zone. Okay, but I think that's but that's something that we could talk. I mean, think about putting it on the parlay. All right, so the Ravens win. The Ravens win. One more, okay. Okay, I think we should finish the Kansas City and Bills stuff because we were going back and forth. You think the Bills going to win? I think Kansas City is going to throw a fast one on them by accident. It'd be one of those really close games. The defense, either defense is going to do any much. I think the Bills have a better defense, but can they actually keep? If Rice gets on fire and Pacheco gets on fire. And then the Kelsey's all by himself and the double team. But if you get Rice and Pacheco doing their thing, someone's got to leave a double team away from you know, from Kelsey. And then Kelsey could be the hot the, the hot man on the field. Because if Rice gets hot right away and Pacheco starts running the ball right, pretty good, and by the second half you start opening up the field, uh, play actions and all this other stuff. Deep passes to Rice, and then a play action to um, to Kelsey. It can look whatever. I mean, if I was Kelsey, I would tell Kelsey to take his girlfriend Swift somewhere on the other side of the planet, so that 
you, Kelsey, Travis, can concentrate without a heart on. Because that's basically that's what's happening to your career. You might get the best poop tanning on your whole life, but she's so skinny, frail. Don't break her. But to be honest with you, you you're just going to get into that. I mean, you, you got to learn how to separate your fantasies with your job. Okay, just do that for Kansas City and people will be happy. Because I don't, I don't think if you guys lose this game by more than 10 points, I'm pretty sure Mahomes is going to have to big old sit down and talk with you about girlfriends and wives and all this stuff, how you need to check that at the door. I really do. I think he's a, she's a really big distraction it for, is. Him, for him. And it, but remember, it, the other receivers have dropped the ball a lot this year. Wow. Tony's yeah. absolute dog shit. Yeah. Rasheed Rice until the playoffs has been mediocre. Yeah, but you know what? You're Kelsey. You don't drop balls. You hold on boobs. Okay? So, think about this. You like that, didn't you? But you know what? Kel- Kel- I'm serious. It is true. I mean, come on. It is true. I mean, yeah. Come on. Think about this. If you just have to know when to separate your job with your from your girlfriend. Yeah, you're not gonna fumble. The t- you're not gonna fumble the titties. Exactly. So why would you fumble the ball? Because you're, you're, you're in you're in that situation. Like, I really don't get what's so hot about Taylor Swift. I think she's very. If you're, I'm not. <laughs> I gotta stop. I can't go any farther. In this she's so obnoxious, and her voice is so. It's like my ears hurt. It's like listen to Shamu in the water. It's like listen to moon. It's like listen to whales make noises underwater, and then the you know scientists like, what is that? Is that? Is that? That's Taylor Swift. What's she doing under here? Right? Look. So do yourself. Okay, I would go to. I would go Kelsey with a touchdown. I think Kelsey's gonna get a touchdown. This is his game. I think Pacheco is going to get a touchdown. I think I would go with Mahomes with at least 200 yards. Oh, yeah, 200 yards plus. But, you know, I, I'm sure that FanDuel has got him going like 250 or 260. But I don't know if he's going to do that. It's, I just don't see that happening, especially in these playoff games. But you say touchdown, Josh Allen, but if you had to go with the yards – would would Josh Allen, would you really go 260, 270? Mm. I, I don't think I would. I think I would at least go 225. 225, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, so those are your trap moments of that parlays and stuff. Final but not least, we're going to talk about this ridiculous team, how the good guy named Green Bay Packers, Jordan Love, be the top-seeded potential to go to a Super Bowl. When they, didn't even, they didn't even think the Packers were going to make the playoffs. No. How is this team? A.J. Green came back. He got healthy. They didn't use him at all the whole year, and he ran like a freight train. It was basically watching him. It looked, I, would, I would be scared to go up against him if I was even like 6'7", 280 pounds of muscle. Because that guy went through just through anything that Dallas Cowboys picked. 
But a lot of that game, again, what I say, was really because the Dallas Cowboys defense didn't play into the hands. They played, they played into the hands of letting Green Bay do whatever they wanted to do. So they knew there was a running play. They 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 played their defense like say uh like uh, uh, uh cover two, cover three of uh, nickel dime defense. They didn't even bring up the uh, the safeties up to stop the running play, or at least do something within the within the five first ten yards of that field through the whole game. And that's what they should have done. I think. San Fran's going to be a lot smarter and they're going to bring up the guys up to the line and pressure Jordan Love to make great passes. Jordan Love did have way too much time against Dallas Cowboys. And he, he had a lot of time. So I don't see that happening again. Do I see the spread to be like what is the spread? The spread's nine and a half. Mm, I think I think that's fair. I think I think I would sit that on that nine and a half and let San Fran win that. I would go minus nine and a half for San Fran. I think the defense is just going to come through. I just really do. Some I just defense is pretty good. I just don't think that. I just don't think that they're going to let Jordan Love sit there like he's. Can they the, cover fourteen and a half? Yeah. So Packers at fourteen and a half and Texans fourteen and a half. If you put those together. Plus one fourteen. If you threw if you threw a fifty at that, that would turn into one hundred and seven. Mm-hmm. That's two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. I just to be. I don't know. I don't know if you would just do that or not. I don't know because this could be just one of those games that the Green Bay Packers just get killed. Like they could because it, they'd be just overwhelmed, and Sam Fran is just a beast mode of McCaffrey and Debo and. And kettle, kettle. I mean, you know what's more surprising about kettle? As much as he's like, as much as he's like Kelsey, a big aggressive tight end, it's kind of amazing that he doesn't get in the end zone more. Well, they have that. Uh, uh, however, you say his name, a Jake or however, mm. he's a stud too. Yeah. So. So there you have it. There's, there's our four game parlay pick. We may, well, we have five minutes left, well, three and a half, five minutes left. Try to make this 45 minutes. We're at 38 minutes. I'm going on to 39. Josh Hader to the Houston Astros. From the Padres, right? Yep. Former Milwaukee Brewer closer. There you go. So, there you have it. Uh, Valley Sports, no longer. Amazon buys them out. So, what does that mean? Tigers fans, you better purchase Amazon. Well, and I think well, I think what's going to happen is that they're going to keep the name Bali Sports in their contract, so that you still have to purchase Bali Sports and watch Detroit Pistons and the Red Wings and the Tigers through Bali Sports. I think you'll still be able to watch it on Amazon one way or another. So if that game's on Amazon, you'll probably have to be on Amazon. But I think they'll still be part of that. Bo- Bali Sports are at that game's not premiere on Amazon, it'll be on Bali Sports. Yep, I'm telling you, for having Bali Sports, we've had a couple times, a couple errors where we couldn't download or get the game on the app. It's happened to me about two to three times watching the Red Wings. So, 
Amazon's growing. Um, anything else we need to address? Oh, Jim. I mean, Harbug, we're still waiting on San Diego Chargers. Mm-hmm. We're getting rumors about the slugger Schwartz Schwarber. Schwarberg from Philly. I don't know if it's true or not. Well, they're working on a trade. Sports Illustrated jumped on something, and it's been revoked, I think. And I Sports think that, Illustrated's in trouble. Did you see what they— Yeah, what do they do? In 2018, that's when they went from coming out every week to um, every two weeks, and now it's once a month. Like, And then someone just bought them out. Somebody uh-huh. else bought them out. Like, Sports Illustrated's starting to go down. Well, it's— Sports I remember getting that once a week when I was a kid. Well, Sports Illustrated used to be one of the top notches of sports news uh, info back in the day. Before the internet and all that, you would get your Sports Illustrated and you would read the main articles. And they're the same company that pissed off Michael Jordan for some reason back in the day. I don't know what it was, but from that day on, Michael Jordan would never talk to, to SI. But I remember Mike Tyson would be on the cover. Uh, Mike Jordan was on the cover. All those greats. Even Ken Griffey Jr. was on the cover. Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated is, I mean, it's, it's, a, bat, it's a pastime. I mean, people are not going to read magazines. They're going to read articles, right? On, online. So, uh, so, one more thing. Super Bowl. I know it's a few weeks away. This is a... Random, I mean, to Reba's going to sing the national anthem, Reba but mm. Good old Post Malone is going to sing Beautiful America. That's kind of a random tandem. Post well, Malone and Reba? I think Reba will do uh, uh, well, the anthem. I think she's going to do great. I think it's going to be recorded, but it should be all right. Post Malone? If you're not a Post Malone fan, I guess you're not going to care. I mean, are you a Post Malone fan? Is he is he more like he's the one that did those commercials in that Super Bowl that one year, that Pepsi and Dorito commercial? Oh yeah, he's more like a hip hop country guy, right? Yeah, a little between both here and there, but um, yeah, folks. So hopefully we'll be back. What's the over-under that you would say if the Lions make the Super Bowl, does Eminem show up on the stage with Usher? I don't know. Well, I think that's 50-50. If it goes up, if they do make it, it'd be almost 85%. But Usher and Eminem are two different types of people. And I don't think Usher is going to appreciate some guy like Eminem on the stage. You're probably right. Eminem, well, I think, let's be honest, Usher is a really positive guy. Eminem is really sarcastically dark. Even though he's probably a nice guy, he still takes care of his ex-wife, Kim, if she needs medical. Good point. She takes care of medical attention, like Sean needs medical attention. So, <laughs> I, swear, I wish you guys could hear him just, he creeps, basically. He's no. Like, he's like a woman. I had Quidoba and nachos today. <laughs> Shredded beef. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Shredded peep. There you go. But seriously, though, I can't believe we're like 12 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> Stop 
podcast is getting younger and younger. Our audience is going to be a bunch of 10 and 13-year-olds. These guys are great. <laughs> oh, did you listen to Crazy Dream podcast this weekend, man? On another note, weather's warming up next week. It's going to be in the 30s or 40s. Yeah, that means I'm going to have my car wash. <laughs> if you have any job openings, call Andre's podcast or send a message. If you need, uh, and Sean needs jobs too, <laughs> so if you need that, call Mal Trotter's number. Oh, ayo. That's not nice. Go Lions. Yeah, go Detroit. Go Jared Goff. Go Dan Campbell. I mean, just go out there and chop people's knees off, like bite people's knees off and do your thing. I mean, some people consider us kind of dirty, but we've been kind of nice, too nice for the last 60 years. So thank you for listening to Crazy Dre Podcast Show, uh, Spotify. Uh, I even got mine on Pandora now. And I got it through my Apple iPhone. I mean, Apple Podcasts a whole bit. So please pop in. We'll air this. Saturday morning, and I'll let you guys all come back. I don't know when we're going to do another episode. Monday, probably. Yeah, Monday. So we're doing Monday. So the recap the game. You can either hear me yay, or you can hear me <laughs> cry all the way home because I don't know Detroit to lose. Uh, either way, Detroit winning. I mean, they've already done a great job. They've already yeah, surprised. I mean, so I don't expect them to lose, but I mean, you never know. I All don't right. think they should not lose the Bucks. Okay, let's go. All right, we're done. Have a great weekend. Good job, everyone. Stay out of trouble. Don't make your bosses upset like I did. Peace. <laughs>